Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. It is the 27th of June, 2022. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online and BetOnline.net, the best place to get in on all the sports action, including Major League Baseball. Thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day. And on today's show, a really, really positive weekend of Nationals baseball to talk about. The Nationals take two of three from the Texas in Arlington, but it could have been more. That's not the point, though. There's so much positives to look at this weekend from the Nats. We'll do that today and look ahead to their series coming up with the Pittsburgh Pirates. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, Josh Neighbors here at Locked On Nationals Podcast. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can follow the show at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can find us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Thank you all for making us, once again, your first listen every single day. So the Nationals had a nice weekend. They won two of three from the Texas Rangers. It could have been three of three. We'll get into that and. I've got some thoughts on that generally. Um, the Nationals are 27 and 48. They have a 360 winning percentage, which is still second worst in baseball, but still it's an improvement what they were. They are 20 and a half games out of first place behind the New York Mets. They're 15 and a half behind the Braves. They are 12 and a half behind the Phillies, and they're eight back of the Miami Marlins. They're 12 and 26 at home. They improved to 15 and 22 on the road. They have a minus 111 run differential, which is the worst in all of baseball still. They've won one. That's uh, their current streak. And they are currently four and six in their last 10 games. Look, winning baseball games is great. I know the Nationals aren't doing a ton of that this year. But the fact this weekend that things went well for them and they threatened to win three baseball games, if it weren't for a weird call, they would have had a pretty good shot at winning three baseball games. It's encouraging because not just the wins, not just the chance to have a sweep, but the fact that, you know, guys performing well um, in different ways that bring value to this team. And uh, let's just go pillar to post. Let's go through this whole weekend. A lot of close baseball games, the Nationals won two or three of those. And look, this was something we talked with Bryce Patrick, the host of, of Locked On Rangers, before this weekend series. You know, uh, he and discussing the fact that the run coming up here for the Rangers was a pretty favorable one. They get three with the Nationals, another three with the Royals. And he talked about, you know, them winning five or six games from the stretch. Well, they almost lost all three. They went one and two in the beginning. And it's a team in the Rangers that's kind of a round playoff contention right now. The Nationals did a good job of, of kind of stymieing that momentum or any potential momentum that they could have gotten going. The first game of this series was a two to one victory for the Washington Nationals. And you got to talk about in this game, uh, Paulo Espino really is is your star of the game because the Nationals 
have been searching, searching, searching for, you know, some pitching. Paulo started off this year in the Nationals bullpen, much like he did last season. And Paulo migrated his way into the starting rotation, much like he did last season. Paulo does, guys, you know, you watch this guy pitch. I've been in the bigs for very long, but he's 35. What does that tell you? This guy has been pitching, you know, has been, has been pitching professional baseball for a while now. Not always the big leagues, but he has been. And this season is just a culmination of that. And he's been so good. 23 games pitched this year. He's made three starts. He has got a 2.21 ERA, a 1.11 uh, whip, 40 and two-thirds innings work, 30 Ks, so not a high K guy, but just nine walks in those 40 innings. Um, and also, you know, he's just he's just been getting, he's been getting guys out. And this is a guy that is crafty. Uh, he can give you 20 pitches. He can give you 89 back-to-back games for him where he went at least 89 pitches. And, you know, he's had outings this year where he's gone as low as seven pitches. But now he's back to that starting spot. Last two times for Espino, five innings against the Phillies, three hits, three runs, two earned, one home run, four walks, and five Ks, which are the walk numbers for him. You know, the, the um, five previous outings that he had before that, no walks, or uh, four previous outings for that, he didn't have any walks. So that was kind of an anomaly. This game, six hits, one run, it was earned. It was a home run, a walk, and three Ks. Eight ground balls, 11 fly balls, so a good mix right there. And kept the Nats in this baseball game and got it to the bullpen after five and a third. And this was, you know, this is a, it's just out there grinding. Once again, like the stuff does not jump off the page to you when you watch Paulo Espino pitch. But he is crafty. He knows what he's doing out there. He is a veteran of the game. He's been around the big leagues since 2017. And, and there's something appreciate, you know, you can really appreciate about watching that craftiness uh, you know, that he has got this season. And you look at, you know, the the once again, the pitch arsenal um for him on the year. He's throwing the four seamer, he's throwing the curveball, slider, and changeup. So pretty standard mix. But what you're seeing is the fastball team's rating 254. It's not awful. The curveball's been really effective for him this year. Uh, you know, against the curveball, 163 are what teams are hitting against it. Slider is 273. And the team's really gotten to his changeup, but he's not using it as much as he was before. So um, it's getting hit pretty hard. But yeah, I mean, just crafty, solid start for him. Not always going to go well for him if you, if you leave out there's a starter just because the stuff is not, you know, it's not this uh, incredible mixture of stuff. I mean, that fastball is 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 just below 90 miles an hour, right? Uh, it's not this incredibly impressive fastball, but, you know, the curveball does have good, good movement on it. And, and uh, those two pitches really have been the most effective for him when you're watching him. Also, and so just credit to him. This is not, this is a guy that is, he is the ultimate put me in coach. I'm ready to play today. Right. I mean, this guy is sixth inning, seventh inning, <coughs> excuse me, fourth inning. You need me to go in the first inning, start the game off for you. Hi. Excuse me, I take a sip of the water. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, how do you not love watching a guy like that grind and make his way as a big league pitcher uh, at the age of 35? It's fun to watch. Carl Edwards Jr. gets the win in this game, the bullpen the rest of the way. Shout out to those guys. Edwards, an inning and two-thirds, picks up his first win of the year. 
McLean for him. Kyle Finnegan gets a couple Ks. He struggled the, the next night. Tanner Rainey gets the save. And this one in the Nationals actually faced off against their former pick, Dane Dunning, who had a really nice start, six innings, seven hits, one run. It was earned uh, a one walk in four Ks. But the guy who gets the job done for the Nationals, and boy, did he have a really nice weekend. Josh Bell is the one who broke the tie in the top of the eighth. Uh, a Garcia ground will double in the sixth, got in the first run. And then Josh Bell in the eighth inning singles to bring home Juan Soto. Josh Bell was three for four in the opening game. We'll talk more about him in a second, but that two to one win. And guys in this lineup, one through seven, all recorded hits. Josh Bell having three in this game. All right, quick word from our sponsors. We'll hit game number two in this Nationals and um, in Rangers series. But first, quick word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you all by Athletic Greens. Guys, Athletic Greens is something that I have done every single day. I already had it this morning. I've got my cold cup of water here, but I already had my one scoop of Athletic Greens in my cold cup of water. It is lifestyle friendly. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs. No nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. Supports better sleep quality and recovery. Supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things, Athletic Greens. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate nutritional insurance. Losing the voice a little bit today. Too much celebrating a National Series win. Uh, This show is also brought to you by Blue Nile. Guys, if you need something for that special someone, go to Blue Nile today. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry.com. Locked on sports listeners get $50 off a purchase of $500 or more podcast exclusive engagement. You guys use the promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N locked on. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured. It ships free and it arrives in a discreet package that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever peace at bluenile.com today. All right, so the second game of this series, the Nationals do lose. Adolis Garcia hits the walk-off home run, but a couple of things here. Let's not dwell on the fact that um, you know this happened. Yes, late in the game, Nelson Cruz hits a ball down the line. It should have been a fair ball. It was a foul ball. Really, the fault here lies, in my opinion, with Dave Martinez, because this was a play that maybe some people did not think it was reviewable. The Nationals, it turns out, did not think it was reviewable. They didn't ask for that, apparently, because they didn't think it was. At least that, that's what I, that was my understanding of what occurred there. Um, and so you got to know the rules better than that at, at that point. My, my big thing happened there with, with Nelson Cruz at the end of the game. But got to give Adolis Garcia credit. Takes Kyle Finnegan deep for a walk-off home run. Um, and so, you know, that, that was obviously, uh, you know, really impressive to see, but the big thing for the nationals 
in this game was the effort that they got from Josiah Gray. Josiah Gray in the month of June has been spectacular. He's got one of the best ERAs among active pitchers. I know our guy, Matt, Matt Wyrick, by the way, folks. Uh, he comes to the show every single week. I'm not, there's a reason why we have him on. Matt is fantastic. He does a great job diving into numbers, and he's got a few of them here. He had something. I'm going, let's see, I'm trying to find what he had about Josiah Gray here. Uh, let's see if we can get that for you all. But really the thing is, like, he's been one of the best pitchers in the month of June so far uh, across leagues. And, and first start he has made where he went seven full innings. Seven innings, four hits, two runs, both earned. So obviously there's that, but that's really not that bad. One walk, nine Ks. He was in there in that seventh or in that sixth inning, and um, you know, just battling. And those were tough, difficult at bats that it took him to get out of that inning. But he was up for the challenge. And now, in this month of June, twenty-four innings pitched, thirteen hits, four runs, three of them earned, just two homers, eight walks, and twenty-eight strikeouts. You go back to the start before. Five in his last 29 innings, he has surrendered a total of four earned runs and has struck out 31 batters as well. He has just been fantastic development. I mean, he has gone at least five innings every single start this month. And here's look at these games, guys. Eight five. So the the other Rockies game, six five win, eight five win, two one loss, two one loss, three two loss. The all you know what that tells me is number one, he's not getting run support. That's yes, obvious, and, and that's upsetting and sad. And sure, we can be upset at the that, whatever. But once again, we're not here to complain. I'm not complaining at all. I've been telling you guys all year, it's all about perspective, right? Like the Nationals won the series, that's great. You know, it's a little bit of winning, that's good. They could have swept the series, that's great because the Nationals were in position to win. Call it to go your way, sure, whatever. This team is not about winning ball games, they're way too far, uh, you know, out, out of that at this point. But the fact that Josiah Gray, you know, when he pitches, the Nationals are in ball games. I mean, you, you even go back to the, you know, to that month of May that he had, which wasn't that good. But he, in games that he pitched, the Nationals were four and two. In this month, they're one and three, but there's three one run losses in there that happened when he was not in the game. Two of those were in extra innings. This guy right now, at the age of 24, is giving the Nationals an opportunity to win every single time he's out there. That's not something you can say about Patrick Corbin. That's not something that you can say uh, even about, you know, I know Stephen Charlesburg's hurt, but like it's unfair to say that, but like or him or Joe Ross, because I'm not out there right now, they're not in the field. Like this guy, they got, and he is currently delivering on that. No, he is not Max Scherzer. Uh, and I'm not sure he will be one day. It's fine. But, you know, we talked about the assessment of him as a number three guy in the rotation, potentially moving forward, that'd be great. The Nationals will take that. But Josiah Gray clearly, clearly is built, and I mean from a mental standpoint, he is built like a top-of-the-rotation guy. Will the stuff follow? Will he be able to, to mix, mix his mental confidence with the stuff? I think he's got a chance. I think he actually does have a chance. But this kid is showing that he can pitch like a grown ass there he has been fantastic to watch 
we have really enjoyed. And I, I you know, excuse me, cursing, but it, you know, that's that's str strong. You know, that, that's kind of the term that we use around here. And and it's been fantastic to see. I think you all would agree with that assessment. This kid it looks like he's not much of a kid anymore. Pitch with the spirit of a kid, but he's got the stuff of a seasoned pro. And if he can mix the, you know, that that spirit and, and that confidence and the stuff together, the Nationals might have a really strong member of the rotation for years to come. So really liked what we saw from Josiah Gray in game number two. Game number three. It's all about JB. Look at that rhyme right there for you all. Josh Bell powers the Nationals uh, to a 6-4 win in the final game of this series. He had a great day. Uh, he was 3-for-5 on the day, drove in a run. Nelson Cruz was 2-for-5 against his former team. Juan Soto, 1-for-1 one one with four walks, which is really impressive. Um, to see, but this is another stat that was put up by one Matt Wyrick. Just want to read it to you guys because it is very, very impressive. Josh Bell's slash line this season 308, 390, 492, 882 OPS. Freddie Freeman, 305, 389, 491, 880. He has got him beat in average. He's got him beaten on base. He's got him beaten slugging. He's got him beaten OPS. Just barely. It's marginal. It's definitely marginal. No one's trying to say Josh Bell's a better player than Freddie Freeman. But Josh Bell has been the Nationals' best player this season. There is no doubt about that. Sure, there are some, some peaks and valleys. There are for every hitter a lot of the time. There are a couple exceptions. But Josh Bell, in a spot of the order where you think they ask for power, and it feels like you know a guy may not be the most consistent in the world. Think about like the like. The worst month he had was month of May, where he hit 252 with a 317 uh, on base. Um, he hit 365 in April. He's hitting 329 the month of June as we as we you know wrap up here. Like the valley for him is was a pretty good out was pretty good output. Um, the peak for him has been really good, and, and mostly it's been peak for him, and he's just been seeing the ball so well. And I'll reiterate this: it's the fact that he is doing it at both sides of the plate. 280 as a lefty or versus lefties, um, 324 against the righties. He has just been torching baseballs on either side of the dish. He is such a productive player. I, you know, I, I think I, I saw some stuff on, uh, um, you know, people were saying, look, they should keep him. I know they're not in the spending move. They should keep him. And, and you all know me. I was advocate for keeping Josh Bell this week uh, or th this past season. I was an advocate for locking him up. Will I claim to say I saw this coming? No, I can't do that, folks. I cannot sit to you and tell you good people in good faith that I saw this coming from one Josh Bell this season, but it's been impressive to watch. And speaking of impressive, Jackson Tetreo in this story. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing this correct. I, I've been Tetreo, 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 uh, you know, whatever it is. He got his second win of his big league career with another Strong start. This is back-to-back -back for him. Six hits, or excuse me, six innings, four hits, one run. It was earned. Two walks and four Ks on 99 pitches. He got it to the bullpen. Erasmo Ramirez, Steve Cichek, Perez gets rocked in this game, but Tanner 80 comes in to get the save and does so. Number 10 on the season for him. And the Nationals win 6-4. to four. Um, I'm going to talk later on this week with, uh, we're going to see if we get Lindsey Crosby. 
from Locked On Prospects. And let's talk about teams putting together Josh Bell trade packages. Let's see what he thinks. It's a great guy to talk to. And we'll talk about what he thinks a guy like Josh Bell can fetch because, look, he might not make the all-star team. I, I mean, I think he's definitely an all-star. I, I think I think what we're seeing this year out of him on this team, I think you know, context matters. Um, yeah, he's not helping this team win, but he's had a fantastic season. I think somebody who's definitely all-star level worthy is a lot of good first baseman out there, but definitely could be a bench guy, could be a reserve for the season that he's having. Uh, and I, I think, you know, once again, whether, we, whether his value is an all-star, it doesn't really matter what it is. But, like, what his value is to a team far surpasses that because of his ability to hit both righties and lefties at an extremely impressive clip. All right, one more word from our sponsors, and we'll take a look at the Nationals' upcoming series with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Today's show was brought to you by BetOnline and BetOnline.net. If you guys want to bet on this Nationals and Pirates series, the place to do it is BetOnline. It's your number one source for all your betting needs, your sports info as well. Find latest sports developments, league reviews, news, including this year's NHL playoffs, which just wrapped up. Major League Baseball now, obviously, in full swing. It's your number one source, folks. You guys know this. But MMA, boxing, NASCAR, had a great race last night. Chase Elliott took home checkered flag in Nashville, the LI 400. Uh, big UFC pay-per-view coming up this week. Adesanya against Cannoneer. Volkanovski against Holloway. Go bet on that today at Bet Online and betonline.net. Head to the website, use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action, Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so the Nationals now move on. Uh, they head back home for a series with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Once again, 27 and 48 are the Washington Nationals. Are the Washington Nationals. They now uh, have a seven-game homestand. Starts with these three games against the Pirates and four with the Marlins, your pitching matchups. It's going to be the four guys, uh, you know, that we're kind of most uh, accustomed to seeing right now, I guess you could say. Fetty, Corbin, Espino, or your three. I'm sorry, I was counting gray in the next one. Um, Fetty, Corbin, Espino, 705, 705, 105. Don't know who's pitching tonight for the Pirates. Quintana is going to pitch on Tuesday night, and then Keller is going to pitch on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, the Nationals will take a the Nationals will take a day off, and then they'll have a Friday game, two Saturday games, and then oh no, no Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday because Monday is July fourth. That, that's the schedule for the Marlins coming up. So three with the Pirates coming up right here. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at lo underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Find the show, reach podcast, and on YouTube as well. Till next time, my friends. As always, stay safe.